Blog Talk Radio. George East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's March 3rd. It's 2021. I'm Travis Bryant. You're uh, your fearless host. Well, fearful host. Uh, <laughs> coming along as soon as possible. I will be Cameron Hawkins to uh, co-host and really carry this thing. But until then, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. We are an interactive show, so please reach out in one or all of the coming ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. Firstly, hit us up. Give us a call right now. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Give us a call at 347 202 Once again, that's 347 202-0103. If you can't call us live, but you do want to have your... The other way is to drop us a voicemail. The voicemail line is there for you. It gives you three unadulterated minutes uh, to voice your opinions, ask your questions, pose your comments. Uh, whatever it is you've got, you can uh, hit us there with it on the voicemail line, which is 415 415- 787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. You can always shoot us an email. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. It is up anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Find us on the email at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast audio show at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject uh, of your uh, email, which segment VIP or non-VIP that you would like your email read. Please and thanks. Find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam's Twitter at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk, all kinds of conversation going on on those various accounts. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go over there, give us a like, say hi, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies. And it let them know about the show. Uh, y'all know how that works. So, yeah. So, that about does it there. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on co-host, good friend of the show, and uh, what, what did I say? 
base, the structure that holds things together. Uh, Cameron Hawkins. Cameron. What's going on, man? Lifeblood. Yeah. All kinds of adjectives. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What's going on, man? Not too much, not too much. Just uh, working, knocking out some stuff for uh, for Paradigm uh, Pro Wrestling No Hook tonight. I'll be on there again this week. Um, you know, staying busy, man. Staying uh, staying active. We've got a decent amount to talk about. Um, I mean, WrestleMania is. You know what? Before we get into current stuff. I've got WrestleMania 31 on in the background. Has WWE gone out of their way to 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 not brand the number which WrestleMania it is in the last like six years? I feel like 30 was the one. Yeah, I think I think when they once they got to 31, it was like, no, we're not doing this. Like they couldn't resist the the lettering and the XXX and all that. Um, but yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a choice. Um, I think which, that which point is this, forward, this year, is it, thir- are we at 36, 37? Uh, this is That's 36, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 36, 36, 36. Yeah. This is thir- mania 31 on, uh, on the network, huh. yeah, because I, I, it just—it's the fact that we can't immediately, whether we're watching uh, sporadically and picking and choosing like I am, or a little more like you are, and we should certainly, in the middle of WrestleMania season, <laughs> without any prompting, without any counting on my fingers or googling, know which fucking number WrestleMania was. They won. They did it to us. It was their plan all along. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Do they want? Yeah, I don't know why they went away from it. I think maybe it. Um, hmm. Like the possible reason. I think it's easier to just brand the event. Like they tell you what Super Bowl it is, but nobody yeah. refers to it by number unless your team won. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah, you remember which Super Bowl it was if your team won it, but I think that it's more like, you know, the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl. Like even though those are always branded by year and and, and by number when it comes to the Super Bowl, I, I just think it's easier to market when you don't put a number on it. So it's just they did a good job for twenty five thirty years of branding the number. And now it's taken, you know, it's 30 years of history in my brain. Now trying to go away from that, it feels weird, even though that's really the norm. Mm-hmm. You remember okay. when uh, Lesnar was on Austin's podcast and he asked him which one was his favorite? And then Austin started, like, telling him, well, WrestleMania 13. He was like, you know him by the numbers? Brock was shocked. Like, well, yeah. He's like, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I do not know and I do not care. Yeah, I mean, but that's because he wasn't a fan, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that yeah, makes for sure, sense. For sure. 
put it in the face of somebody that watched them. And, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, WrestleMania 8 and Hoosier Stadium and blah, blah, blah. You got your, and you just know various, uh, you know, things and tidbits yeah. about, but, but you know which one it was, certainly. Uh, yeah, it's normal until, like, somebody tells you it's not normal. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I think it was just, I think it was just a branding thing. I think it just, right. Austin so, Rock, 15, 17, and 19. And 19. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No cap. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to wanted to cross my mind. Wanted to get some uh, some feedback. So this week, what's uh, what's the uh, what's the A block topic? So funny story. Um, yeah. I'm at the. Uh, oh, what? I'm talking to Wade last week, and he asked mm-hmm. me about the show, and I'm like, you know, I'm not really I'm not really up for it. Um, you know, we're working through some stuff. And so he was like, okay, yeah. well, how about I pencil you in for next week? I was like, yeah, that, that works. So, you know, I figured about it, and, you know, I'm going to want to be doing some normal stuff. I said, okay, Wade, sounds great. Wade forgot. <laughs> Wade, Wade forgot that he asked me. So did, did he book a whole show. other person? Or yeah, did he, go he solo? forgot it. And, no, no, you know, we were frank. I think he forgot he penciled me in a week early. Got it. Or, yeah. Oh, right, so, right, right. Oh, you got bought from the team? Yeah, man. So he put Frank in there, and I'm like, so you, your white ass and white ass Frank are discussing the third ever black WWE champion. Great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So missed that one, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley uh, beats the Miz about as about as decisively and as clean as you will see a WWE title match. Um. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to take credit for anything. But um, even in us talking about Lashley being like a real possibility to win the Rumble, it has everything to do with how he's been booked. He's been a machine. Nobody's been able to touch him for a year. You know, um, really a year plus outside of the silly stuff. But uh, yeah, um, even the Elimination Chamber of how he, you know, had his spot cleaned up and did all the work yeah. for somebody else to. And I, and I heard that they were like, no, this is a business deal. You're going to honor it. WWE, you know what? I'm not even going to I'm not even gonna shit on them. Like, a lot of times they get too cute with how they book this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cute, the stuff they did Monday night with Miz being like, I, I'm not ready, and then I'm hurt, and, you know, just ducking and dodging, ducking and dodging. But inevitably, like, the brass did the right thing in protecting the sanctity of a title match. Mm-hmm. So the Miz couldn't just get away. And when Lashley finally got him, snatched that man up and put him out, and and won the WWE title. And Miz tapped. He didn't even do the whole like just let him pass out. He's like, nope, I went out. I give. I submit. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was interesting. Was it a lumber lumberjack match? Is that why everybody was there? It ultimately was a lumberjack match. Yes, okay. everybody came out and. You know, like, I'm just thinking of all the things that can go wrong. Of course, before the show comes on, you're thinking, like, okay, Drew is going to want his revenge on Bobby, and that's going to throw out the match. And then you're like, well, what Bobby did to Braun Strowman last week, like, Strowman's going to throw a fit. Which will fit his mm-hmm. He's going to throw a fit, and he's going to get the match thrown out um, as payback. You know, so you're kind of wondering that. Sure. Nope. None of that. None of that. Um, you know. Maybe he was maybe he was too embarrassed for tagging in Adam Pierce uh, and costing him 
crossing themselves that match. Yeah, he knew he had to chill out. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, so so like again, it's really the year of MVP. I've been singing his praises really since he got back at the Rumble last year. But man, um, you put some really talented guys who maybe haven't had storyline wise or even character wise. Um, but you put them with MVP, who you know seems to have a, a strong belief in these guys. He thinks he can work with them. And Sid and Shelton, and now especially Lashley, man, they, they they're big deals right now. You know what I mean? They they matter, and a lot of that is having like you know nobody's ever going to be Paul Heyman, but what MVP brings to the table is really really Heyman esque. Um, without the baggage, yeah. you know, the thirty years without the baggage. Without the yeah. Isn't it weird that like MVP is the one that went to prison, but like we we all objectively make a Paul Heyman as the worst person? Well, yeah, because there's a, you know tons of evidence and televised <laughs> events and comments that we could point to. Like that was unnecessary. Oh, that was just shameless, uh, you know, attention seeking or whatever. Exactly. Um, now, oh fuck! I was gonna. Damn, I lost my point. Uh, it'll come to me. Yeah, it's okay. her business. Um, I don't think. I don't think when they when they showed up on the scene, even though they were like, "Oh, this could this could be something that we thought." Oh, this. This could end with uh, not that it's over, but that we get, you know, yeah. the success that they had. I mean, it's it's really. Un- so what the turning point was for me, um, mm. it's when they brokered the deal with Shane to they brokered the deal with Shane to shut shit down on Raw, or to shut down, or to go in, or to go get retribution. It was really that and them showing up on Raw Underground and whooping everybody. Like, those two things were like, okay, like, like they're, they're a big deal. They're being treated like a big deal. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, was Were they the catalyst? I mean, whether it was planned or not, but, I mean, Raw Underground isn't a thing or, you know, stopped being a thing shortly thereafter, if not immediately. Yeah. I don't know. That might Remember be the case. That, that might be. It might have been all along to solidify, you know, Lashley. And he, um, I think it was been really cool. Like, even though Lashley is, I mean, I guess that the Hurt Business is heels. I mean, yeah, it cost Drew a title match. But then flipped it around on a heel champion. Like, it's, uh, there's levels to it. Um, the thing that I think uh, it's kind of gets, that, that I appreciate right now, is that Lashley is like, everybody's treating it like it's the third black WWE champion. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's mad, like, graphics and memes and congratulations and, like, people like wrestlers and former wrestlers are, like, genuinely congratulating Lashley on winning the title. And he's been super gracious about it. He's been thanking people, like, showing mad love to Leo Rush for all the help he gave him. Like, like it was... It's oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. What, do you remember, what specifically did he say about Rush? Do you remember? 
Um, no, he was just he was just thanking them. He was like, like this whole thing started with us, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just just really, yeah, being being grateful, man. It was really cool. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, thank thank Lana because <laughs> Lana was like kind of tried to allude to what they had, but just like that he had been a big help to her, like with stuff and. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was fun to see everybody kind of interact and everybody, like, celebrate. You know, this is something that is, you know, we went from having one black WWE champion ever to having two in the last two years. Yeah. And two very different uh, black talents. You know, Kofi Kingston exactly. and, and, and different Bobby Lashley. Different Completely different. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just very different strong. backstage reputations. Not that Lashley's like a yeah. dickhead or anything, but you know, one guy's like beloved, one guy's like just, you know, just a guy. A good guy, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a um, solid dude. Yeah. But so it's yeah, right. it's, it's that lesson, lesson, that whole kind of pigeonhole that you know, this is what. Imagine if that were all the all the uh, you just wouldn't want to have three oh three uh, there's been three WWE cha- uh, three black champions huh and they all are like you know Lashley Ahmed Johnson and Ezekiel Jackson I mean imagine if that would yeah right you'd be like oh it's a, there's a type <laughs> kind of thing yeah yeah man so yeah it's um it has really been uh been a cool thing to see. And again, like, it's, uh, I, I got mad because everybody was like, oh, we got to give Miz credit. I was like, can you give Miz credit tomorrow? Like, I don't need to hear Wait, about credit for right what? Now. I'm talking about black excellence right now. Um, okay, okay, tomorrow. Let's, okay, Miz, give Miz credit for what? Um, Doing his job? For, for putting the guy over? For being good, he was yeah, for being good at being the Miz. Like, for, for playing that chicken shit heel in a way that very few people do now. Um, yeah, and, and just, like, really cowering in front of Lashley, really having a fear of him in a way that other people have not. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, they probably haven't been booked to, but, yeah, Miz was scared of that man every time he saw him, you know? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, you give him credit good. in the way that you give any opponent credit in, like, uh, Exactly. Exactly. But don't say don't say it worked because of him. It worked because it worked. <laughs> like yeah. And it also wasn't the culmination of some three month, you know, six month fucking eighteen month blood feud. Right? This was just yeah, yeah, for sure. Miz was a trans he was literally a transition yeah. champion. Like what the fuck? Money in the bank being a, a transition <laughs> move, uh, I think is cool, but yeah, like I, I, I do think that Miz, who, you know, has been in there with the biggest and the baddest and competed against them and, and beat some of them, a lot of them. Um, I, I do like that Miz is like people should be afraid of Bobby Lashley because that's how they book Bobby Lashley. And I like that Miz is the first one to really solidify being afraid of the guy. And that there's nothing you can do with him when, when he's motivated. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. So, hopefully that continues. Like, you don't want everybody to go running for the hills. But you do want heels to be afraid to get in there with that guy. You know, they they should feel like 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 they're in a in a tough spot. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I like that. Like I like Drew's whole rationale. Um, I like them giving Drew a week off, him coming back, and him and Sheamus 
having a fucking banger. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a fucking banger. Um I was like, oh, so y'all just gonna give us a whole bunch of white excellence before y'all screw Bobby like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, European excellence. <laughs> but nah, they uh wow. they showed out, man. They really did. That was a yeah. hard hitting I hate you, you hate me. And even after it wasn't like like Seamus' beef with Drew is like a real thing, but he wasn't like running away scared or mad or frustrated. He stood there in the ring and he was like, God damn, I got my ass whooped. Like, I whooped his ass too, but he really gave me the beat. But I, I really like just that visual presentation of it not being like, Seamus not being like, okay, I like, I still hate you and I want you to die and all that. It was like, damn, bro, we really went mm-hmm. at it and you really did the thing. Like, that was... Yeah, was they, even, they even pulled the actual finish off with the Claymore bro kick attempt. Uh, Looked really good. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like, oh, that's definitely how this match should have ended. Like, they, they found the right finish uh, for for that match, for the match that they yep. had. So kudos to whoever came up with that, you know, particular uh, finish. Um, going back in time a little bit, uh, SmackDown, we had... Uh, we had uh, 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 Roman Reigns and Jey Uso exerting themselves on Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah. Nice, uh, decent interaction between Bryan and Edge. You know, babyface thing. Uh, kind of like, oh, probably Edge how that conversation would have gone. Edge was interesting in that when he's talking to uh, he's talking to Adam Pearce and uh, Sonya Deville. And he's like, "Yo, so what's up with uh, what's up with Daniel Bryan getting the title shot before me? Like, I won the Royal Rumble. He was in that match. He didn't win it. So why should he get a title shot before I did?" And at first, I'm thinking like, "It really don't got shit to do with you, dog. Like, what are you talking about? Like, your title shot is guaranteed. Like, you shouldn't worry about it." But Edge chose Roman Reigns, so Edge is game planning Roman Reigns, and so I understand. Edge not wanting to mess up what he's plotting. Like that's that's mm-hmm. that's Edge's kind of kind of key thing, ultimate opportunist. Like Edge is a master strategist. Um so I actually thought that was a really cool touch. Yeah, and to voice what what a fan might be thinking. Mm-hmm. Just to just to answer the question on T V, just to just to show that we oh no, we addressed it. And, but uh, like you said, and have, and have a decent explanation for it. Like you said, Jay and uh, Jay and Roman asserting themselves uh, over Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, and then basically having the match thrown out at the end. But this Friday, we get Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso in the cage. That's going to be special. Like, that's going to be really, really good. I like that they call him Main Event J now, because he's carrying it, man. He absolutely is doing his thing. Um, but, yeah, those two in the cage on Friday. That should be for Daniel Bryan's opportunity at Fazbear. I would imagine, you know, Bryan wins in a, you know, sh- you know they try some stuff, and he just has to outsmart, outsmart uh, and out-resource the heels. 
Um, I'm just because of how the, how the story is being has been told and is being told. I'm I'm kind of looking more uh, forward to that match, Brian Roman at Fastlane. Then, like, I still want to see Edge and and Roman Reigns, but uh, you know, like their backstage little interaction. Like, hey, well, you know, maybe it, it might be us at, at WrestleMania. And I know that's not going to happen, but I'm certainly looking forward yeah. more to uh, Brian and uh, and Roman and Edge and Roman. But For sure. yeah, I, I, I get how things <laughs> are. Uh, and Brian, the fact that he's that he's in the spot in that fast lane, you know, WrestleMania season spot to you know the, to technically. Be able to pull off a, uh, you know, a stunner and end up, you know, main event in WrestleMania. Again, we all know that shit ain't going to happen. But to be in that spot, to be that guy, and to be a legit guy in that spot in February or in March, it's uh, so it's cool to Rock, think about. Considering when Rock you know, and gives Roman the rock bottom, and Daniel Bryan wins the title. Um, <laughs> what? Man, you, saw, you see them young rock ratings, man? They're gonna, they're gonna shoot them up to the moon, high as they are. <laughs> wow, Brett, you're right, Peacock. The synergy might just might be there. <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, um, I think um, yeah, yeah, like you said, match is pretty much set in stone. No reason to really. Think there's going to be a whole bunch of variants there, but yeah, it is interesting. It's great that Daniel Bryan is is, is in that spot. Um, yeah, after uh, probably he was probably like not the best part of this, but like Daniel Bryan continues to be go work on a high level. He was uh, a big part of Elimination Chamber and has been putting on good match after good match. So yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it's cool. And, um, I think that's going to be that's going to be good on Bryan. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that, I, I, the fact that they're putting that, you know, building that up on, you know, TV is cool too. Uh, when is what? When is uh, Fastlane? I don't know. It's got to be next weekend, right? Like it has to be. You think? I mean, March third today, so Sunday would be like the seventh or eighth or something. Yeah. Yeah, he's he usually doesn't want to have pay views and shit. Within four weeks of WrestleMania. Yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, it's gotta be that soon. Um, yeah, and then we got uh, Bianca and Sasha set. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we all knew what that was, but that's set now. Yeah. Um, got a chance to be to be a really big deal. Uh, space versus space. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be. And it's gonna be like I really want that to headline one of the nights. You know what I mean? Like that should be that would be my night one headliner. It really would. Um, I think that you know the way you market the universal title, um, as good as Roman Reigns has been, and what his character is, he would have to main event night two. I think. Like, I think you just have to go that route with with how your TV is presented. Um, but yeah, I would love to see that main event night one. 
Um, I think that I expect, you know, Lashley and Drew to be uh, to be the WWE title match. I don't think that needs to be uh, a main event. Like, you know, have your two World Rumble winners main event each night. You know, I just think that's that's the way to go. Um, yeah. That's a good rationale. Besides the fact that you know, Edge and Roman are a bigger deal and even Sasha and Bianca are bigger deal. Even though we're just saying, you know, Bobby Lashley's praises for you know, ten, fifteen minutes. Like if I had push came to shove and I had to I had to choose. Um who who headlines over you know, Lashley and Drew. It's like, well, both of those other <laughs> So, so yeah, and then, um, um, yeah. Uh, we ever talked about like I know we're jumping around, but let's talk about the real big news, Travis. Hmm. Tonight on AEW Dynamite, Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody and Red Dome. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, I. <laughs> Like, it's 2021. Like, the Shaq thing has been over for a decade. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I understand that Shaq is indeed a, 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 a social icon, a pop icon, um, that he works for the same network, um, you know, he's on a show that does good ratings. I understand all that. But, like, it's just, like, Shaq is very much a player who was the best player in the world in 2002, meaning that the things that you could say and do 18 years ago, 19 years ago, are not the same. Like, Shaq's in enough trouble for, like, the way he tries to talk to these players and, and, and dog them and bless on them. And, like, everybody's like, Shaq, this isn't custom. Like, you're not – Nobody's taking anything from the things you're saying about the way that they play. And then, you know, he's, Cody's a girl and this and that, you know, like stuff like that, which is like not totally out of bounds, except you're tagging with women. Like, it's just not sophisticated in any way. If I did put any thought into what could, yeah. Yeah, no, I had it. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? But it also makes it's indicative of the like. What else is he going to say? I can't. I mean, it could be. Yeah, it's all manufactured, so might as well make it sound as manufactured as it obviously is. Shaq doesn't watch Dynamite. Like Shaq's not watching Dynamite every week. You know, he can't tell you his favorite Cody match. I mean, he should, but yeah, you're not giving each other a lot to work with. You know what I mean? Like it's just. There's no reason to express why there's beef. Um, so, you know, whatever. I think, Sam. I think, yeah. They should just have uh, Shaq viewed all the pop and all the intro and then just have Shaq grab a mic at the, at the, at the, end, of, at the end of all that before the match is set to start and then go, hey, I heard you guys sign Big Show. Don't even, yeah, just call him Big Show. Yeah. Take the hit or whatever it's going like, I'm here for that match. Like, book me for that. I'll show up for that. 
I'll show back up for that. And fucking leave. <laughs> they, they never do that. But like, what is this? Like, I would forgive them. Like, well, hey. Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's just a thing to do. It's just a thing that they have access to, so they I, I do it, no matter how much the, it does who has the make it. The person who has a chance to benefit from this most, of course, is Jay Cargan. Um, you know, if... Right, I, I don't know who the fuck Red Belt is or cares. Yeah, I mean, like, if, I, if you don't care about her by now, like in this whole, after six weeks or eight weeks and Brandy dropped out, yeah. and it's been known to be her, I'm like, well... I, I do find it really interesting that, like, Red Velvet wasn't making waves on AEW TV, but, like, with the person who looks most like Cody's wife. I, I really feel like that's the case. Um, <laughs> and, hey, more power to her. Like, we're talking about, you know, a black woman getting a check. I ain't mad at that. But I'm like, the optics are kind of interesting. Like that, you know, Red Velvet's the one who kind of stepped up, like, for Brandy. Um, and it does, it loses some of its mystique, it not being Brandy, because... You know, that's what the beef was with, you know what I mean? But, you know, congrats to them, you know, having uh, had expected a child, even though they took the, you know, took the baby to the Super Bowl with no mask. But, you know, whatever. Um, everything works out great for them. Um, but, yeah, it loses some steam because it's not her. But there really wasn't, like, anybody to replace her, you know what I mean? Like, right. there's not another woman to really go with that's going to jump out there. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, constant. They're making do with something that they should have never been doing in the first place. So, yeah. like, we can't expect them to be in, like, a good spot right now. Uh-huh. Like, even in a perfect situation, even if they had waited to have the baby or whatever. And it's fucking, and it's, it's, uh, Brandy in that spot. Yeah. Okay. Big deal. It's, it's Brandy and Jay Cargo has been going back and forth, snipping at each other on him. Or I'm sorry, on dynamite uh, back and forth the last couple of weeks leading up to the thing, because again, that's Shit. where the beef was. You know what? Is the AEW pay per view this weekend? Mm-hmm. I think it is. So, I, so yeah, I think it is this weekend. So now I really think that uh, that uh, Fastlane has to be next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, even though that they run on Saturday and WWE obviously runs on Sunday, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do think they would avoid each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Anything else from TV? The last, the last uh, week. Anything from NXT or? Yeah, Adam Cole. Um. Adam Cole has sold out the whole crew, basically. Um, yeah. You know, popped off on Roddy. Um, you know, so I expect him, like, if they put them on TV at the same time, um, the Shaq match and then Adam Cole's explanation, I think I have to go with the explanation. Like, I want to know where Cole's coming from because um, everything he does is great. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he popped off on him, and uh, we're here. We are here. 
What do you uh, think he's going to say? Just y'all been tripping and y'all been selfish and because he was all good, they, Kyle, uh, you know, having title shots and and all that kind of stuff. I wonder what the beef is. I need to move on, and best best way is without y'all. I don't. Yeah, no, I, nothing I could think of would be. Uh, I can't think. I can't think of anything so that makes me uh, interested. I do think they'll come up with something. They'll have something to say. They're gonna make me go, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay," or you know, elicit some kind of emotional reaction from me. So, we'll see. Um, they had uh, Dexter Loomis go over pretty big, pretty clean over uh, Johnny Gargano. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm not the biggest Dexter Loomis fan. There was a finish. Was it House party? Did they beat? Uh, I guess this was on Raw, and it was them and and Matt Riddle, Magus versus Retribution. Whatever yeah. it was a who cares kind of a match, but they had a really cool finish with uh, with those damn Lucha guys. I usually don't like that flippy do shit, super coordinated. But uh, but I think he went up on his man's shoulders and dropped an elbow. I don't know. It was, it was worth remembering, but I guess not in detail. Uh, yeah. All right. But um, I guess we can talk to some people at this point. See what's going going through their minds. Let's. Uh, Let's start in Newark. Oh, 347-202-0103 is the number to call. Press 1, by the way, on your uh, on your keypad to let us know you want to get on air. Let's uh, go to Jersey and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's on your, ma- on your mind? Not much, Trump. How are you and Kay this week? Doing okay. Doing okay. What you got for us? I have some There is. Is it me or is Kylan cutting it out? Kylan is cutting it out. All right. We're going to come back to you in a little bit, Kyla. Hopefully your connection is a little better. Let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. What up? Mike, what's happening, Mike? What's going on, brothers? Not too much. What's going on, man? Just, you know, listening to y'all. Listening to y'all talk about black accidents. It could have been a better scenario for um, because if you look at it, Roman probably is the most godly, you know, chance they had over the past 12 months. And mm-hmm. as it comes together, you know, it looked like 
Barkley was the, the go-to plan because they probably couldn't get Brock anyway. You know what I'm saying? As far as the opponent for, you know, Blue and Maine. So it looked like Barkley was, you know, was going to be the go I, I kind of saw it coming, you know. As soon as he lost the um, West up early in the night, I said, Bob won't win that damn championship. Well, we lost at, at the at the pay per view. We lost at Elimination Chamber. They were just doing everything, mm-hmm. all the little things that that signal, you know, big push. Yeah, right. Their secondary title. Right. He didn't take the fifth fall at all. More no. than just put yeah. in the back track and take the, the fall. So right there, told me they had big plans for. Me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's good to see you healthy. Like, you know, he's a killer. Yeah. Like, they got him over that way. You know, he's kept him super strong. So, you know, I'm, you know, and then, you know, him and Drew's previous first and TNA, you know, it was pretty damn good anyway. So. Yeah, it was that like anniversary 2014 or some shit they made about it? Yeah. It's my last the glory or whatever. Their October paper. Yeah, he he took that uh, TNA title from uh, Bobby Lashley. If I you know if, 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 if I remember right, right. But yeah, I want to touch on something. You you know that take. I, I mean, I'm quite sure y'all talked about it, but I don't think I talked about it with you guys. You know, the talking about these guys ain't tough and. They used to carry guns and knives and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? These guys ain't. These guys are fucking smart. They're intelligent. They don't have to carry guns and knives and shit around. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we'd be having a whole different conversation and bitching and complaining about the about the business if that was still the case. Like what kind of environment that these guys live in and or you know work in that they feel it necessary to, like, they carried guns and shit in the 70s and 80s and, right, because motherfuckers were stupid enough to stab, <laughs> you know, wrestlers and shit. <laughs> so, exactly. fuck. And saying it, you know, as a motherfucker who went to jail for carrying guns and knives, like, that's <laughs> just about the most asshole shit you, you, you would say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got a big yeah. respect for Taylor, but it's like, yeah. come on, homeboy. Like, there's nothing fun about that. Carrying guns and all that. Mr. Thin Blue Line, Mr. Fucking Law and Order and shit. Once, like the fucking outlaw days when it was just a wild west. It's just no fucking consistency. No kind of exactly tough guy bullshit in the bravado in the moment of whatever feels the most fucking macho and fucking douchey. This is what I'm saying. Like his statement. To me, felt like, oh, so you you think you tougher, like, because y'all carry guns and knives? Look at the fucking ratio. You probably about amongst 12 with your fucking peers. That's still alive from that era. Or that might even still got money from that era. These guys are smarter in this era because they, you know, hopefully, you know, look like they stacking their bread and all that, playing video games and shit. Who's that? So what? 
And it's just reason. some old man shit to say. It's just some real old man shit. Like, what should they be doing? I give you at the arena. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. The show starts at you know seven or eight. <laughs> you know, oh, somebody bought these systems. I got next. Like, what the fuck? What kind of do you expect some twenty or thirty year old to do? Drake fucking scotch in his fucking lonely in his fucking car that he's gonna just uh, it's well, I mean, you know, a lot of macho behavior or you know opinions right a lot of cocaine um, running running around with a uh, fucking rain rats and shit like that mm-hmm. you know come on man these dudes got fucking wives that look like models and things of that nature right. uh, you seen these guys wives like a lot of these dudes well hell yeah yeah, yeah it's it's and the fact that he's that he's ridiculing, you know, it's yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And then you got Mr. Orleans running with wrestling, fucking Jim Cornette over there pumping shit up with him. You know what I'm saying? What he said? I mean, you know, he was in agreement with him. You know, everybody's a nerd in the geek. Oh, yeah, I heard talking shit about I saw a headline or something about talking shit about Matt Riddle, but I didn't know if that had anything to do. Yeah, oh, yeah, he should have gone Matt Riddle, too. It's like, yo, but it, I, I, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just, I mean, it's timing shit. Yeah. It's really what it comes down to. Or is this that as much softer? I don't think so. They work smarter. I don't think so. You go back to the fucking 90s, any given Monday night, look at each show. Nobody gave a fuck about nobody. I'm talking about you got guys fucking just just, 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 just drilling each other with fucking chair shot in the fucking bed. Man, and I, you know what I mean? All your guns and knives carriers was the same motherfuckers that was in that lawsuit that, that, that just got lost. So, there you have it. And if that's the case, if, like, that's what it, if, like, it's softer, like, okay, sure, my, my head is softer. Sure. And I'm going to take preemptive measures to not, like, break it or smash it in with objects and like, okay, you're right. Right. <laughs> More longevity. It's, it's, it's that thing of you want your kids and your, you know, people under you to have more so you set them up. You don't want them to go through the things you went through. But then when they're 12 and they talk the shit and they don't know nothing about the streets, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> right. like, it ain't that ain't exactly you as well for good fucking reason. You know what? You know, I certainly wouldn't want my twelve right. year old doing shit. I was out there in the streets doing when I was twelve, running around downtown, and, you know, getting in the shit. Listen, man, I just have you know I'm gonna ridicule them. Ridicule my parents. Yeah, with my guys, like that shit ain't nowhere to be. Around a bunch of, you know what I mean? Jail and all that shit. That's nowhere to be. Not around a bunch of motherfucking trading stories and telling you how they was the kingpin in their neighborhood or something. You know what I'm saying? Who cares about all that? You know what I'm saying? But on a good note, you know, 
with this AEW shit. I ain't gonna lay yeah. I will see tonight. You know what I'm saying? I still, you know, I still watch it, but progressively, you know, some weeks they up, some weeks they down, some weeks the show is clamoring, some weeks the shit is just all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But I guess we shall see. Now, I don't know how y'all feel about this, because um, they're taking you in Sunday. How y'all feel about this ball wire exploding FMW shit? That's Man, fuck that over. shit. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Fuck them. Two dickhead motherfuckers going in there do some dumb shit. And fuck the promotion for for allowing it to happen. No matter how sanitized or safe they think it's going to be, they're still promoting some fucking stupid nonsense that don't have anything to do with combat sports or common sense or nothing. Just like yeah. I say, like, there's certain things you can't do, uh, like with Stephanie, having her slap people on TV and shit. Like, no, you can't. Right. You can't. Put yourself in the light, like, oh, we're this corporation, this corporation, that, Wall Street, this, COO, that, and then have your COO and your talent manager and shit <laughs> verbally and just beating people up and smacking them around TV and not have the fans go think, why don't they just sue them? Like, be like, what the fuck? Same thing with, like, this shit. Like, mm, y'all have a fucking exploding barbed wire match in 2021? Okay, somebody in Japan might be able to get away with the shit in 93. <laughs> but why would you even... And again, if it's like with the idea is, well, it's going to be like, you know, sanitized and blunted barbed wire, then it's like, then don't fucking do it. I don't think that's right. going to be the case. I think they're going to have something that's closer to, you know, FMW than, you know, WWE. Speaking of which, you know, you know yeah, version. Speaking of which, track, you know, FMW is one of the subjects on Dark Side of the Ring this year. Mm-hmm. It's one of the ones I'm excited got, to see. Yeah, they got that one. They got XPW, which I, I you know, I, that's I one of the ones I'm like, not so much excited to see. <laughs> yeah, they got um this year and the few they got um. The, the Smith family, Jake and Jake Roberts family, um, they starting the season off with. I think it's going to be a two parter like last year. About, um, you know, the Loose Cannon story, Brian Pittman. They got Austin on the show. They got Jr. talking. They got Brian Jr. They got a few. You know, they got some big names on him. Yeah, you know. Next you think week, any of the Pillman Jr. Fight. footage will be like from backstage of AEW? No, nah, I think he probably will talk sitting there. I think they flew out. I think they even flew him out, or they flew out to you know where he lived or stay or whatever. Yeah, so, well, I, if I was AEW, I'd be like, hey, could you uh, be doing here with an AEW sign in the background, maybe? All right. Cause Pelham Jr. is good. Like uh, he's going to be good. He's going. He, he's going to watch. He's going to watch. I like him and that um kid. I always said they were. You know, he reminded me of a young age. His partner. And Pelham Jr. Like, is just almost like a fucking Mary M. Or certain shit he does. And nuances is like just watching his pops again. And the way the shit he do. Once he put it all together, he'll be all right. I heard Davy Jr. is going back to WWE. I was reading that. Like, that's almost imminent. Yeah, I did hear oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, Davey Boy Jr. 
You're going to call him uh, uh, Smith, Harry Smith? We did, you know, he's got like they did before. Yeah. You know, they still on that name. So, yeah, also, Dark Side is starting a, a new show that comes on, I believe, the night called Dark Side Confidential. They have uh, Conrad Thompson as the host. That boy get money. He's getting yo, his yo. He's getting a bag. A few. A few. And like I said, once people start to come back out and he does another star cast, there's no fucking way East Coast cast is not that star cast. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't been the one no <laughs> yet. Well, I guarantee he got somebody listening. I tell you what, I'm thinking about Mike, because uh, <laughs> these wrestling companies are making it very hard to run a non-wrestling wrestling show during Mania weekend. Like we planned on uh, me, me and my late partner, we planned on doing uh, doing our podcast, like having a show uh, in Dallas next year. Um, but then, have you seen like the spreadsheets of uh, all the non WWE events for this coming WrestleMania? Oh my fucking god! It's like yeah, it's no. like, they are basically around the clock for four days. Like it's like fucking Terry Fest or some shit, man. Like it's, it's everybody coming. Like I'm like so the people I've like built relationships with and cool with that I'd want to have like come to the event. I don't know how I can ask them to do it because they're leaving money on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have to pay my people to come hang out <laughs> so they don't miss a check. Like, the thing is crazy, man. Like, they are going. So, also, that's the plan. If everything is opened up, um, the fellas back in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it being close, you know, us having been able to do it the first time, half the people get together, and that's, you know, we, we didn't quite have uh, me and Trey. Like, we had had the show, but I don't think we quite had the, the connections and, and the uh, the reach that we have now. So, yeah, definitely going right. to stuff happening. Uh, having to come down, absolutely. Yeah, and we also didn't exactly have. Uh, it's I don't know if it's because it's Dallas or if it's that specific venue. You know, Kung Fu wasn't. They weren't. They weren't uninviting, but they weren't. Uh, it was white people from Dallas. Yeah, but no, this will be. This thing might, this would not be let's meet at a bar where other people are populating it. It would be like a thing. So, yeah. So, um, two, two, two last things, and, you know, I want to get you guys' opinion on me. You know I mean? I'm going to pass the, the mic. Um, first, I want to get y'all opinion on how y'all feel about all the, you know, red-headed shit everybody did with those, you know, with the observer awards and you know, everybody, you know, shitting on it all day, just working for something and all that other shit. And I mean, to me, Mike, they they wrestle the style that he likes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't right. I don't think it gets a whole lot deeper than that. Like he's 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 a fan right. of WWE matches, but he's a fan of the smaller, faster pace, 
high-octane, big-boob WWE matches, you know? And AEW has that in space. It's, it's their calling card is what they do. So I, I think stuff like, okay, so, Mike, you would have to let me know um, if there are, like, if there's a male and female side to the the rankings. Because, like, I really, really, really enjoyed Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. I thought that was really, really good. But it was, like, three weeks. Like, so the fact that that is, like, on a short list of feuds of the year and Sasha and Bailey isn't, like, that's what I Yeah, think. I don't think that's like, the one that it's just personal, you know, uh, taste. But I don't think that's the one. I think that, that, even though that feud was a month, that was done, it was so well done. I, and, mm-hmm. right, it, it, that I'm like, oh, that's not as egregious as... There was one on that list that made me go, are are they out of their fucking minds that this is uh goddamn... Um, do you have the list which in front of you, Mike, or do you know him? Uh, yeah, we can talk about it when it happened. I remember. Uh, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. yeah, check it. Yeah, I don't got it in front of me. I just know well, they was one, the It was one of the AEW feuds that I just thought was just absurd. Like, mm-hmm. what? You know, what? Like, uh, no, was it? Fuck, I don't, I don't remember. But it, the fact that some were left off. And like I didn't mind it being skewed AEW. It's like, well, if that's like Cam said, if that's your shit, then they're giving you your shit. But few the feuds when you when you're judging what was the better best feud, better feud. That to me, that's a little more uh, subjective. I don't know, or less less opinion, whatever. There's less room for opinion. Because you know that's a story being told, not just a one one off you know fifteen thirty minute match. And they just had I mean, some real thinkers in there on his list. Yeah, was, I don't think it was the underneath stuff as far as the feuds and you know the personalities and all that. I think the problem setting it was you know because Holmes got book of the year and promoter of the year. No, but matter of fact, Moxley and, Moxley and Kingston won. Like, yeah, they did. I guess. Uh, uh, Kingston like, got the uh, best promo of the year. He got best talk of the year. Should have. Uh, and, and he should have. He should have. He should have. Yeah. Like, His promo yeah. is, they grabbed him. They grabbed him. Yeah, that's short list was a lot. Let me Eddie Kingston is phenomenal, like, for real. Like, and lastly, like, what do you guys think of Young Rock so far? I think, I mean, to me, I like his nice, campy thing, but they jump all over the place. They timeline is, is fucked up. Like, <laughs> like you, you, I mean, you, you really, you got JYD and Macho and all these guys. I don't even think Rocky Johnson is, I don't even think the timelines match. With, you know, Rocky Johnson and Macho being in, at the same time with each other. You know, but it, you know, it is what it is for TV. And I, I, I find it, I think it's entertaining. I think it's pretty cool. So, which I got to make one. I mean, so far. I still haven't seen it. Cam's the only one that's seen it. Did you see episode oh, two, Cam? I didn't know you haven't watched any of it yet. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's very endearing. Um, I think that it's, it's, you know, it's like uh, they're smart with what they're doing. 
Um, I think that uh, what's my man's name? Uh, my man who interviews with my my boy Park. I think that he uh, Randall Park. He adds a lot to it. Like their interaction is good. I like that it's like the show is just silly enough to where they're telling you everything you're seeing isn't isn't fact. Like some of the stuff's going to be exaggerated. I, I like that. I think yeah, the guy playing his dad is smashing it. I think that yeah, he's killing it. He's the he's the show right now. Yeah, yeah, he's really really good. Um, he's killing it. Let's see, uh, Travis, I have it right here, um, and I'm gonna see if I can find the one that you're like. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, was it the was it Moxley Jericho where you were like, huh? Okay, here we are. Feud of the year. So yeah, so they, I on Wikipedia and they only have the winners. Uh, yeah. Cole, Cole, uh, no, I, I actually I have the tweet, Trav. Uh, the the ten to one was Edge, Randy Orton, the Elite versus the Inner Circle, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns, Page and Omega versus the Bucks, MJF versus Cody, FTR versus the Bucks. That's the one. Moxley versus. That was garbage. FTR, it was, first off, oh, they, what? That was like the most botched thing. Uh, Like, they should be ashamed that that's, uh, ah, that even bring attention to that. Yeah, no. What a, I mean, it was like, served up on the platter. And they fucking ruined it. And then had the nerve to try to put it over its view to the year. Dave, come on. Yeah. But no, Mike, it, it is, is a charming show. Um, very much feels like like the way The Rock has presented himself and how he's presented his family, how they're characterized. Um, like him being, you know, him being broke <laughs> and like, you know, having to go to things to impress a girl and then like him knocking his kid out in the hallway. Like, these are all, like, they're all borrowing on a bunch of aspects of him that you know to be right. to be true. Um, and, again, again, the idea that this is all about him running for president in 2032 is both, like, funny and scary, but it, it works. Yeah. It does work. Yeah, to me, it feels, you know, it does. It feels like one of the years splashed in with everybody hates Chris. Like, the humor and all that, you know, like, everybody hates Chris. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Did you see episode three? Uh, you know, ages like the last one, he was fifteen. This one, he was back ten years old. He was a, a little kid. Oh no, no, I didn't watch it last night. I need to watch it. All right, so I ain't gonna tell you about. It. I'm gonna just give you that. You just, okay. Who plays in the ten? I think they're all like pretty good, but the kid who plays in the ten, he, he's yeah. good as well. Um, they yeah. are. Yeah, and it's fucking scary. And it's fucking scary how um, like um, how much he almost really looks like. Yeah, they that they did some really good casting for the show. Right? They they really did find people who you go back to those high school pictures, those little kid pictures, and you're like, yep, that's a that's a. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much that's it. We're gonna see what it's you know. Hopefully they pick up. Oh yeah, they did. Um, uh, Zelda did get Raw worst TV show of the year. 
No, you know, he's not completely out of his fucking mind. Right? Look, it's like when you get the the modifiers on, like, spells or weapon damage and shit in video games. Raw gets a fucking negative modifier because it's three hours. Yeah. Right. So even it's if like, it was just like, kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it gets another letter grade down because you got to slog through that shit every week. So, and it's dumb. It is, like, it is, it is a dumb fucking bland one-dimensional show. Nothing goes on underneath. It is very bland. Yeah, very it's, dumb. Yeah, a show that's three hours long and one good thing like is worth following. Like if you're like a her business fan, it's like all right, yeah, that's certainly yeah. been worth. Following the last two or three months on Raw, but you gotta but look, but look how much of it. Look how much surrounded by fucking yeah, Wooden Charlotte and the Nia Jaxes, and she just fucking pulled Shayna down. Like it's just it's just not even funny. Keith Lee, they need to put him on back of his fucking milk card. And where the fuck is Keith Lee? Ricochet, he's pretty much a jobber. He finished him off like. Is that's all, man. I just don't know, right? Yeah, that's pretty much all I got for y'all tonight. Cool. All right, all right, man. Stay up, take care of yourself. We'll get on you, Mike. All right, it's Mike from Brooklyn, everybody. All right, let's uh, go back to Kylie. Hopefully, his. Connection has cleared up a little bit. All right, Kylan. Let's uh let's hope for a little clearer connection. What you got? Any weather here? Uh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can we can figure out what you got. Yeah, go ahead. March twenty first. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, so I, that's two more than two weeks. I, two weeks from Sunday. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And when's WrestleMania? Two weeks after that. The, the, it's, it's, it's the tenth and the eleventh, so three weeks after that, I guess. Oh, all right. Not, not. Yeah. Two. All right. Okay.
Did you get any of that or the gist of that, Cam? So I'm thinking this is one of the times of being long-winded is good. Um, I, I feel like it's about the the jump from Peacock to to w, or jump to Peacock from WWE Network. Mm. Um, I guess we're all switching uh, right after Fastlane, I guess, right? Like that's the time. To yeah, do it. I guess I'd rather um, get on the ball because I don't know. I've never not. I've never bothered with my. WWE subscription. Like I set that mm-hmm. bitch up in February 2014, and I've never had to think about it since. Mm-hmm. It really uh, ran seven years, man. Wow. And uh, so yeah, so I do. I have to officially like can cancel it. I don't have Peacock. I have to get Peacock. I gotta look into yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. I think Steve kind of had the. the the four one one of it all, but I don't, I don't remember it. So I turn this shit on once a week, like now it's on in the background, and you know now that the NXT come on on Wednesday or on the next anymore, that week of. Yeah. But, um, I don't even think like I say I'm gonna buy a Peacock. Like my boy was like, you need a Peacock login. I got him. Like okay. That's that's fine. Like I'll be the I don't have to worry about anybody messing thing. I'll be the only one watching the WWE stuff. Like that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh let's head down. Let, let me check these here emails. Nope, no non VIP ones. Okay. I'm assume that everybody on hold three one eight four one nine and of course you eight four five are content <clears throat> with uh, listening in. So let's, uh, let's head to Georgia and talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? How y'all guys doing today? <laughs> doing all right. Doing all right. What's up with you? Yep, yep, yep. Not much, man. Leaving for work. <laughs> Late. Yeah, Leaving for work? Yep. Or, oh, okay. It's not too bad. Oh, shit. Well, it's 7.40. Your time. Mm-hmm. Put in there, okay? Hope you're getting paid for your time. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure not. Yeah, this is the wink and the nod. Something that you, you know, you're supposed to do. You just love the you love it that much. So yeah, so what's on your mind? What you got for it? Okay. Yeah, what y'all were talking about, um the Peacock thing, they have it yeah. on their website next week on the thirteenth, that when everything switch over. And okay, um, so what are they website suggest- um describing how you um supposed to I you switch over and all that. They give you details on how you're supposed to switch it over and, and if okay. you have a peacock account already, how you handle um getting rid of the um the WWE one and and all of that. Okay, I so think Peacock, Peacock Premium Peacock Premium Plus. Like people who port over from um, the network gonna be at um, four ninety nine, just the um, the bottom tier one. 
where you still get commercials. Hmm. Oh, like premium. So you can save either. Yeah. Either think of it as going Peacock is going to save you five bucks a month, or you can go. Well, I get you. Basically, get an an a whole extra streaming service for the same price, commercial free, and it does give it a little mm-hmm. extra due to streaming rights. A small amount of programming will still contain ads. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's pretty sweet. I still I don't see any uh-huh. WD stuff. Uh, so it's not on their front page. Front page, like I don't see. Yeah. Oh wait, up there, up at no, the top. They got WWE it Peacock, March 18th. Let me click that. Hey, look, Drew McIntyre's right on the front of that. So cool. Okay, start streaming March 18th on Peacock Premium, not Peacock Premium Plus. So yeah, so you're right. They're, they're Four ninety nine tier. Yeah, so that's where you get the. Um, now I said they might as well pour me up nine ninety one because I don't I don't want the commercials. Don't give me commercials. Yeah, yeah, I'm already a WWE Network subscriber. What should I do? Starting in April, Peacock will be the exclusive streaming home of WWE Network. Until then, you can keep watching directly on WWE Network as long as you have an active subscription. You can also create a Peacock account to stream WWE Network. <clears throat> on Peacock beginning March 18th. Note, WrestleMania on April 10th and 11th will only be available to stream on Peacock. That doesn't tell me what I should do. The question is, if I'm a WWE, already a WWE Network subscriber, what should I do? It just tells you Peacock is the exclusive streaming home come April, and then, until then, watch on the network, and after that, watch on Peacock. Not... Like, okay, so what the fuck should I do? Like, should I cancel now? Should I cancel on the 18th? Oh, man, they're doing like what HBO did um, and just um, turn your app into um, a Peacock app. Oh, okay. Because I know... um, (laughs) My stuff come off my own. Um, Island says your stuff rolls it's over. Come through my Roku box. But how? Like, do I have? I obviously have to sign up with Peacock in some way for it to roll over to something. Uh, I don't know if it's just me being so out of the loop that I'm not following, but it seems like it could be a little clearer for for right. network subscribers. Like WWE specifically on their network, they should have like a tutorial or to do or a what to do kind of thing. Yeah, because you don't want to lose anybody because you fail to be clear. Right. Yeah. They're like, fuck, we're going to get access to like 80 million people, so we lose a couple thousand here and there. But that ain't the way that they should be. I don't think that's how they think. But. Well, We'll see. It's, yeah. All right. Either way, it's a come up for fans because you basically get an entire extra st- streaming service that you didn't have to pay for. Yeah. That's a win. Or, or you can 
basically saving half of your monthly amount on one of the streaming services you do already have, WWE Network. So either way, it's a come up for paying fans. And Peacock, because it's NBC, Comcast, uh, you know, Comcast Universal, they're, that's one to have. They'll have content, certainly classic shit. They got their new Saved by the Bell. I was mad they took, there's a show I fucked with back from like 07 that had one season on NBC called The Event. It's, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, from L.A. Law, Law and Order, L.A. Law, Blake Underwood. He was Blair there. Underwood. Blair Underwood was the lead. Uh, and they had one scene. They took it off Hulu. And I was mad as shit before they, uh, before I rewatched the whole thing. And you know, Peacock would be the place. They'll probably, you know, it's their property. They probably got all the random uh, pilot stuff that never got out of. Do, do, do streaming services have that? Does CBS Access have like, uh, like me and Rich, we talk about whoops. It was a Fox show from like 1990 about the uh, the end of the world, this comedy sitcom about the end of the world. And they probably had like two or three episodes. Like, can I go, go on the Fox <laughs> app and watch that shit and watch the two episodes they had? Because I will. So. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't winning money to the Peacock site. So, all right. My question, um, my first thing that I want to speak um, with you guys, um, where all the um, Paul White fans pop up out of? I ain't never knew that he had so many fans. Yeah, man. Like, he got millions of millions. They um, Ooh, it's that thing. It's that AEW thing where um, everybody who comes here is coming here from a place of pain, or a place of mismanagement, or a place of uh, a, a place of uh, you Man, know, let me have a twenty-year career of mismanagement, like fucking all white. Yeah, they great. <laughs> they treated him like I understand. They they. You know, the beef was they kept him around and they didn't offer him the opportunity to be an agent. And, you know, I, I while I understand how somebody can see that as an issue, like everybody can't have a job, dog. I mean, we, we've been paying you for 20 years and we've put you, we've given you a bunch of world titles. You've had a bunch of memorable moments and matches. Like, you know, everybody don't get that. And, like, I'm not saying he's bitter. I'm saying he didn't get the job he wanted one place, and he went somewhere else and got a job. It should just be that. Right. Like, <laughs> people should not choose sides over this. Like, right. It's search, it, should it, be, it shouldn't be the, the, the AW kind of fanboy kind of response. So, like you said, this, everybody's here coming from a place of, of the, the overcoming trauma. But it also shouldn't be, you know, WWE didn't give them, you know, it's, they're not – you know, he's not leaving. He's not a fallen angel and shit. It's not like he was cast out of the fucking heavens. Like, no, things just, you know, ran their course after two fucking decades. Like, that's a pretty, <laughs> you know, long course to have. Everything don't, uh, 
don't work out. Like, that's just not a, 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 I don't feel like he's mistreated. And I don't, again, like you said, I, don't, I doubt he would even say, no, I wasn't mistreated. I just didn't get the thing I wanted or the opportunity I thought I deserved. But you do what you do in that. He did what you do in those, those situations. He went to a place that was offering something similar or or whatever, something that he was cool with. And that's all it should be. It's literally the most mundane adult thing like that we all end up fucking dealing with at some point in our lives. Some people more often than, you know, we'd like switching jobs and shit. But, like, we all do it. We all go through it. What would be a perfect case study is we got to see if AEW would ever sign, like, somebody who everybody consensus is horrible in WWE, not because of they doing something to him or something like that, and then they sign him, and we'll see uh, what people say then. Like, yeah, somebody, like, people weren't secretly rooting for or thought was, like, mismanaged. Like, it would be hard to figure out who that person would be because, like, Nobody thinks anybody in WWE is really bad. Like, like why does why like, does Tamina have a job? Like, why is she on TV? See, I, I was trying not to bring up women in this conversation because I think it's a bit. Oh, fuck that shit. That's on, that's but, like, no, they get the but same. But you know, that's where my brain went. Equality. Um, I'm thinking about. Uh, I had a name. Uh, yeah, okay, what about if the they find Eva Marie, if they find Eva Marie. It would be like, okay, like nobody thought Eva Marie was mismanaged by WWE. They thought she sucked. So yeah. if anything, she probably was, be the one. She was given way more opportunity than she mm-hmm. ever deserved. Outside of the stand, I don't think. Or you could say she was put in the position she never should have been put in. Like <laughs> WWE was the one that put her on TV a wrestling role after fucking you know crash course and cr- crash course and wrestling training. Like I'm thinking, like Zeke Jackson, but we've already we've seen him in Lucha Underground, and the th- I think some of the things he did there were actually pretty cool. So he probably mm-hmm. isn't the best example there. Um, I don't know, but I, I agree, Darrell. That's going to be an interesting case study when somebody who like like people can go crazy for them signing Zack uh, Ryder. It just kind of if they signed Chad Gable like, okay. and was and and just was like he's a shooter. We don't give a fuck that he's five eight and. Um, we're, we're, and we're just going to put him in a position <laughs> to say, right? Then that's the We're going to put him in a in a in a position to succeed, and they got Chad Gable over as a solo act and a you know not killer but whatever, just a, somebody worth putting on TV. But yeah, they're like, going to jump up and say Chad Gable um somebody hot because people think he's he's being misused right now. And the question is. For it to be a case study is somebody who people feel like they. Um, oh right, right. Right, somebody who. <laughs> right, right. Nobody thinks Jack Gable sucks. That's why or, I said the Miz. No. That's why I said the Miz. Would the Miz be one? Would they be ruling and saying that's a big something, a big this or a big that? With the Miz or um, I wouldn't know nobody else. Our truth maybe. Mm, no, I mean, he, both of those guys just got too much personality. Like, yeah. They would have, like, we had, people have opinions one way or the other. 
whether you think they, they're good or they suck. Okay. People are pretty uh, and, 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 have ingrained in he sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't think he sucks, but Baron Corbin. Okay, Baron Corbin yeah, went there, and they were like, because I think Baron Corbin's got you know a good push. Um, I think there's clearly still things they want him to work on, uh, probably mostly physique, um, which which is going to take time. Like I think I was kind of short sighted with you know he was an offensive lineman, like his body. He's been training his body for his whole life to look a certain way. That's not something you can just immediately adjust. You know, like that's it's going to be a work in progress. Um, or or yeah, also you have to go. Is it worth the time and effort to try to or maintain a certain look when he could be doing the best things and just be the size and look that he is and just agreed, agreed. Yeah, I think um, if he went over there and people were ranting and raving about, okay, now it's his time. Like y'all were never saying that. <laughs> yeah, he like, might be the perfect like case study because because yeah. because of how many We're, people, WWE fans included, Baron, Baron you know, Corbin, don't like the elite. Oh my god! Well, Craig just pulled up a perfect name who already part of the case study. Um, Jack Hager. Uh huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, now I'll say this though: that's a perfect name. Ain't nobody lied about him yet. <laughs> that I've seen. Well, remember now when they signed him, they thought he was going to be a big deal. He's had a year and a half. I always thought he was going to be a big deal when they signed him, but that was more about uh, trajectory than actual talent. Like, mm. I felt like they signed him because he's a former world champion and they were going to treat him as such. I don't think people were like excited at the idea that he would be next. They just felt like he was going to be next. Jake Hager. Oh, he's so. How is he so bad? Like, he must just not give a fuck. Like, he's just bad. It's not – there's nothing smooth. There's nothing aggressive. Like, he's lazy in a way that, like – people can say that Brock got one-dimensional with his moves and stuff, but the intensity was always there with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Hager is just lazy and sloppy. It is not fun to watch. True. True. Yeah, I won't disagree. The, the, bit, the little bit I've seen in the last couple of months, it's never been worth seeing again. <laughs> nope. that way. I talked about that on um, this side to that list that y'all were just talking about. When you talk about um, um, bench views and stuff like that, first of all, my question yeah. to you guys, what will, what will be considered a few? Because anything under a month is not a few to me. That's what I didn't like. Yeah, I thought some of that stuff was so short and was like, like Brody Lee Cody wasn't a feud to me. Brody Lee came in and smashed Cody. Cody went away for a while and had a return match. Like a feud was two matches, you know. Like, yeah. I, but but I, but it was good for what it was. I just would not give it that classification myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Define it or not, we know what the damn a feud is. Like I'm not saying FDR mm-hmm. and the Bucks wasn't a feud. Well, I'm saying it well, certainly wasn't it worthy of feud of the year. It just was not a good feud. Like, it was a botched good. feud. It was a feud that was served up on a silver platter and they somehow ruined it. You ruined it. 
So. Yeah, none of those, most of those matches that they had on there, none of them were real feuds or really feuds. Mm-hmm. Because what, they just, just because they had one match, they might have talked about each other for two shows. Like, that's not a feud. A feud to me was uh, Ed and um, John Cena, Randy Orton, Randy Orton and John Cena, um, uh, Shawn Michaels, um, Bret Hart, um, um, Triple H and Rock. <laughs> Those were feuds. He's right. Uh, hey, real, real, real quick, Cam, this is more specifically for you. If the, the little bumper on WWE Network, they're asking uh, if you, the other superstars, if you could have a, one person, another person, another superstar's music, uh, who would it be? Who do you think Liv Morgan uh, wanted her music to be? Um, Liv wanted Bianca's music. Yes, she fucking did. <laughs> Swung her hair around, did the mannerisms. It was like, yeah, no, that's what I would. That's what. That's how I. Yeah. I look in the mirror. I'm like, wish that was me. Down for the cause. <laughs> yeah, figured she'd. Uh, damn, I didn't think he'd get it in one. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's too many, too many Jordans in that closet for that not to be the case. Who, are y'all interested in watching this WWE Network thing about the the girl wrestler Heaven? I guess is her name. At least that's the name of the documentary. I'm a little curious about it. I'm interested in why they decided that it was that uh, it was a story worth telling on their network. Agreed. Besides, mm-hmm. because they amateur wrestlers like that's not, that, unless they think that 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 young lady is going to, you know. Transition in the pro wrestling in the next five or so years, but they're really pushing their uh, documentary stuff lately. That's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's kind of what they where all their resources probably should go to. But I don't know if it's a network or the switch to Peacock, but it seems like they're highlighting the documentary stuff uh, more in the commercials yeah. and. And they got the the Austin documentary coming out. They're doing these more twenty fours, and yeah, they are. Uh, Biggie one was was really fun too. He's he's it's a, it's a it's a special guy. It's a good guy. Um, but yeah, they really are getting more into like the the old and new documentary stuff. And I think I think it works for them. I think it does. And 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 before we go, the best I, thing that they do. What would be what? Those are the best thing that they do on the network. Anyway, yeah, the yeah, absolutely, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Less with the prank shows and the, you know, comedy stuff they try to do. And yeah, just tell stories. Just uh, tell stories in a professional, you know, documentarian way. And whether you deserve this person should get a. Like, why are they doing a three sixty five of? Like, I didn't understand the ricochet one. Like, did they? And oh, this is what I thought about last week when I was watching the watching the ricochet one. It's almost like they, when they suddenly stop pushing the guy, it's like, are they doing this because they just want that dramatic moment in the fucking documentary? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you just want it, and ricochet's like, and you just start thinking, is the is the company uh, still behind me? Because thirty one days in. You know, the number everything, he's the hottest thing going. You know, he's been there three or four weeks. They're 
they're behind him. They're they're putting him in situations. Uh, you know, remember at that point he's probably three months, four months from that big flip over the top rope moment with Velveteen that that made everybody go nuts uh, when he accepted his thing. So he's the hottest thing going. And then at like day two hundred. He's like, yeah, and then you just wonder if the company's still behind you like they once were. And it's like, are they doing this for the fucking drama of the fucking 365 that they're doing, that they know they're filming? Like, just stop pushing them, let's uh, shit on them, the cinema main event for no apparent reason so we get the reaction uh, of the documentary. Yeah. I don't think they speak to each other, and the people who doing the documentary just telling a real genuine story, and the people who they have writing for Vince don't know how to tell a story because Vince is an insane mm-hmm. person, so he don't know he don't know what he's doing. And I, I think, think, I don't think Vince out, look at that or look at the stuff that they put on um or, or what they put on YouTube because some of the stuff that they put on YouTube um NXT uses uses it um to help build up some of their guys, but. The main roster don't use it at all, and it just it just be seeming dull. Like, why are they putting that out on YouTube? Or like you said, with those documentaries, when they're not matching what they do on television with them. And 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 last thing before we go, uh, uh, Paul Cruz's uh, new gimmick, new attitude, is embracing of the of his roots. We're going to hear. Are we going to go back to Wuhan Nation anytime soon? But yeah, real quick. It was amazing. I, I love think, it. Uh, yeah, I think they're going that way. Yeah, it was dope. Also, uh, the Cody matches first. Jade looks amazing. She's a monster. Oh, it's on. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Appreciate you, Jarrell. All right. Talk to you. All right. So that does it for us this week. Uh, okay. That, that ends it for the free portion. We'll be back uh, next week, same time, same channel. Uh, VIP folks, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. And then we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I listened to a bunch of books this week and got some shit to talk about, some uh, some recommendations, and y'all know how it works. So, yeah, so uh, until next time, that was Cam. I was Travis. And uh, we'll get it y'all next week. We out.